Thanks for checking out our Legacy Church podcast. We know you will be blessed and encouraged by today's message. Now, here's Pastor Ron. I want to start today by reading a passage of scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 23. And this is a story, a true story. Jesus is with his disciples. And it starts off by saying, Then he got in the boat, and his disciples followed him. And without warning, a furious storm came upon the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And he replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up, and he rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. Then the men were amazed, and they asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and waves obey him. You know, we're, we're living in strange times, as you know. Um, normal has become abnormal, and especially if you can't go to a Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts and walk in, we are living in strange times. And there's lots of anxiety that's, that's in the airwaves and and wherever we go, because the storm has hit. We are living, much like in this passage of scripture, in a time where an unexpected storm has hit. And so boats are rocking, our boats are rocking, whether it's financial, whether it's a fear of losing your job, or maybe some of you have already lost your job. Our boats are rocking. We're not in a normal time, we're in a very unusual time. The way things have been have changed. And this is this kind of the circumstance that the disciples were in. You know, they're, they're in their boat. They're, most of them are fishermen. And they're just enjoying their day, nice day. The sun's out. And they're enjoying a nice cruise on the lake and the Sea of Galilee. And, and, and they're just kind of talking and hanging out and not even realizing that the person that was in the boat with them, Jesus, was God. And so obviously, they're not really drawing from him and having much of a conversation with him. Matter of fact, Jesus falls asleep, you know? So who knows what was going on? But this is kind of a situation that we're in right now, where people are saying, what is going on? What is going on? And so our stability, our security, everything that we depend upon is different, has changed. A storm has come, and we don't know how to handle it. The disciples were in the very same situation, even churches. You know, we're, we're out of our church buildings, and, and there's anxiety, and, and there's all kinds of things happening. But I want to say this, and I want to tell you this today, that the same Jesus that was in the boat in the midst of a storm is the same Jesus that we can rely upon today. Jesus doesn't change. See, circumstances change. Storms change. There's all kinds of storms. But there's one thing that is constant, that is consistent. And if we can grab a hold of our faith in Jesus Christ and understand that even though our boats are rocking, even though you're getting seasick, we can have assurance. And there's a great song, Blessed Assurance, that God never changes. Jesus is still in the boat. In 1 Corinthians 16, 13, it says, Be alert. 
Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous and be strong. See, this storm will end. It will end. Be assured, as fast as it came, it's going to end. Because there's no storm too powerful for God. There's no situation that's too powerful for God. See, when we look at our history, and we, even in America, we look at our history, and we see that America has gone through many storms. And we've gone through different world wars, and, and we went through 9-11. And it seemed like nothing, you know, nothing so drastic that, that happened. Uh, nothing can really have an influence upon America as, as say, 9-11. But now we're in another 9-11. We're in another war. And we can look back and say, what got us through? And I really believe what got us through is because we are a praying people. We are a praying nation. We know how to tap into God. And he never leaves the boat. Isn't it good news that Jesus never leaves the boat? And so I don't care how big your boat or how small your boat. I don't care how big the storm or how little the storm. One assurance that we have is Jesus never leaves the boat. Storms will end. But I do pray that one thing never ends. And that is that we will never, ever forget how life was and how it is now. And that we will never lose an appreciation for the blessings of God. Because all security, all finances, all health, every good thing the Bible says comes from our Father. Father of lights from above. Let us never lose an appreciation for what we have. The blessing of health. The blessing of a job. The blessing of being together as family and friends. The blessing of being able to go to church on Sunday. I never realized how important it is to have church where we can go to. The blessing of being able to shake someone's hand. Give someone a hug. You know, we're doing elbows, and now it's six feet away. We're saying hello, you know. (laughs) And people are hanging out, including my daughter. You know, they're... They're hanging out in their own little cars and they're talking to each other from across the street saying, okay, you got to be six feet away. We are living in strange times. But what we find in this passage, this story of Jesus and his disciples is it took a storm. It took a storm for the disciples to realize who they needed to turn to. It took a storm to get them to realize that they had no control over the storm. And their natural reaction was to call upon Jesus, to pray to Jesus, to cry out to Jesus. You know, we are going into the spring season. Matter of fact, it seems like spring already here in in Rhode Island, which is unusual. And they're saying it's the earliest spring that we've had in 124 years. And I was thinking about that, that sometimes it takes a storm, and it usually does take a storm or or mighty winds, to shake the leaves off a tree that had been hanging on through the winter. And God 
will bring a storm and bring winds to shake those weaves off. Because if those weaves don't come off the tree, that tree can't birth new life, can't birth a spring of new life, of new growth. And I believe we're living in a time that there is a shaking happening. But in the spiritual realm, we'll see that the storm of life will cause us to seek God and like the disciples sought Jesus, and God's going to do something mightily. What the devil means for harm, God has a way of turning things around for our good because God is always good. His intentions are always good. His intentions are always good, but sometimes it takes the rocking of the boat. It takes the storm for us to call upon Jesus. I'm reminded of this uh, funny story of a lady who had five kids, and every morning she would go outside on her porch and she'd start crying out to God, God, I have five kids. I'm a single mom. I need food. I need food. You need to provide food for me. And she would just call out to God and go on her porch. And, and every morning she would cry out to, to God, Lord, you need to come through. I have no food for my kids, no food for my kids. And every time she would say that, her neighbor, she would hear her neighbor say, hey, why don't you be quiet? There's no such thing as God. And she did this for a week, begging God. So this guy finally got sick and tired of hearing her. So he says, you know what? I'm going to go buy this lady some food, put her on her porch, and, uh, and shut her up. So he goes and gets her food, sneaks over at nighttime, and puts the food on her porch. And the next day, the lady comes out, and she sees this food. And she starts thanking Jesus. Jesus, thank you. Thank you. You heard my prayer, God. You heard my prayer. And you hear this voice next door saying, Oh, will you be quiet? That wasn't God. That was me. I brought the food over. And she continues thanking God. Thank you, Jesus. You blessed me. And you even used the devil to bring me food. (laughs) See, people are asking, is what is happening with this virus, is it a curse that has been brought upon the world because of our sins, because of horrific sin that's been happening in, in, in this time in our society? Or is it the, what the Bible talks about is the last days? Are we living in the very last days before Jesus is to return? Well, I want to read a passage of Scripture in Matthew 24. Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. So the question, or the answer to the question, may be yes to both. And I look at this passage of scripture where it says, Jesus says that many will come claiming to be the Messiah. And I don't think this only means 
people or persons will come claiming to be God. Because I believe there, there have been types, and there are types of, of the Messiah, the, the one who, to bring salvation, the one to look to, to worship. See, I believe that, that in our world, especially this country, we have made money a Messiah. We made relationships and entertainment and, and our careers a Messiah. We've placed our faith and trust in things and houses and wealth and, and all kinds of things, the stock market and our 401ks. And, and, and these things have become a Messiah, almost worshipped. It's like this is what we live for. And even as parents, I see, you know, as parents, you know, you want the best for your kids. But when, when you're, you're instilling in your children what they need to be living for is is success and, and you know you need to be a, a professional athlete and you need to go to an elite school and, and everything is about this world and, and we've forsaken instilling in them a love for the Lord, a love for Jesus, a love for something that will not get shook, will not, will not get rocked when a storm comes. And, 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 and Jesus says to be careful of these false messiahs. And I picture that our boats are just overloaded with stuff and the storms are coming. And if we don't get rid of the stuff, the, the stuff that doesn't matter, if we get, don't get rid of the things that are weighing down our boats, what will happen is our boats will sink. Our boats will sink. Or you might be in a boat and Jesus isn't even on it. You haven't even considered having Jesus in your life, having God in your life. See, our boats are filled with everything else but what's important. And the Bible talks about this. And, and, and we see even in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 24, Jesus talks about this. And he says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practices like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock upon Jesus. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. You know, this past week, last week, I lost my dad at age 93, and I thank God that, that God gave him life. Life is a gift from God. And, but I never realized how important he was to my family, I never realized that our whole family dynamic would change in an instant. But even though you know, we're grieving and, and we've suffered the loss of a, a good man, we have had great comfort. We've had, we feel the grace of God upon our lives. And I look at my family and I look at my dad and, and one thing that we have had is all of us, is we've been in the boat with Jesus. Our whole family has come to know Jesus over the years. And, and, uh, and that dynamic of having God in our lives 
has given us such strength, such security, such hope. And over the, over the years, there's one thing that we've never done is we've never left the boat. Because we know where Jesus is. Jesus is in the boat. And when you look at scripture and you see one of the greatest storms was the great flood, rained for 40 days and 40 nights. And we see that Noah and his family were in the ark. They were in the boat. And that's a type and shadow of the church. The church. And, and Jesus himself says in Matthew 16, 18, to Peter, he says, I tell you, you are Peter. On this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades, the gates of hell, the storms of life, whatever comes into your life, whatever challenges, whatever loss, it will not overcome the church. See, even during this time, it almost seems like there's been a demonic ploy to shut down the church, to shut down places of worship, to cause death to come upon nations and with this viral pandemic. But what God does, he takes the storms. He takes the virus and he'll use it for his glory for you, for me, to spread the gospel, to tell us there's good news that Jesus is there in the boat that no matter what storm you're going through, call upon him. Just like the disciples called upon him. Call upon him. Call upon him because he will never leave you nor forsake you. He's the answer. He's the solution. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. It helps so much. For more content from Legacy and to connect with us, go to LegacyChurchRI.com. The best is yet to come.